All right, welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Reconsider. I am your host, Harrison Fagan, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely wife and co-host, Mia Fagan. And today we are being joined by a special guest who has brought us a movie, The Page Master, and our guest is our per- close personal friend and former Daily Titan colleague, Chris Sheets. Chris, how's it going? Pretty good. Thanks for having me on and taking my suggestion. I mean, we had no choice, so... It's, yeah, you well, demanded yeah, to be like, on. You were like, you were like, you guys have to do the page master. <laughs> it, it's it, it was it, it was it was funny because I was actually looking for a different movie to watch, and then when I saw the page master, all the memories started flooding in, and I was just like, oh, this would be a movie for Harrison and Mia to watch. What was the other movie? Um, we're back, a dinosaur story. Oh Jesus, no! I heard that was really bad, so I'm glad you picked this one. <laughs> John, John Goodman's in it. How could you hate John Goodman? Yeah, but John Goodman was John Badman in it. So. All right, thanks, Mia. So, Chris, what? Uh, I mean, I, I actually was not even aware of this movie's existence on name. It was only when you described what it was right before we got on the air that I actually remembered like seeing the DVD cover somewhere at some point. But explain to us, what do you remember about this movie and what kind of drew you to it as a kid? I think just um, like, it was one of those old 90s cartoon movies where it starts out as Macaulay Culkin. He's coming home from school it goes to a public library and the librarian explains to him just like you can escape to these worlds through the magic of books basically and then you're taken on this journey where he goes through um stories like um i believe it's uh moby dick and then like some fantasy worlds and he's joined by these characters who are books one of them is actually i think voiced by Whoopi goldberg She's like the she's like a fairy wizard and things like that. And she's also in We're Back, wasn't she? Why are we, this podcast is not about <laughs> We're Back? It doesn't, it doesn't matter if she was in that. I'm 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 at the point where Whoopi Goldberg was almost in everything in the '90s. Yeah, so. you know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah. So any anytime somebody says Whoopi Goldberg, I'm just like, oh yeah, cartoon movie. In the I mean, 90s. she was probably in it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, that. why not? Yeah. <laughs> but. What? What did you, what do you remember liking about this movie? I, I think that concept of where it's that, that allure of wanting children to explore other worlds and things like that, like. And importantly, worlds that the movie studio did not have to pay a fee to go and visit. Like it's, yeah. a, it's all stuff that has entered the public domain. Domain, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. But, but it was like, cause when I saw it, it was, definitely appealing to me just like being younger and then that's when I really actually started getting into reading like I think after that I was um it was those magic treehouse books where I was those those are good those are great yeah I was reading those a lot and it was just like seeing that kind of portrayal in a movie was awesome because it's just like well yeah you read a book and you feel like you're you're immersed in these storylines you feel like you're that character were you disappointed as a kid when you read a book and it didn't talk to you in a Whoopi Goldberg voice? <laughs> no, I was I was not disappointed. Usually, my own voice was good enough to to you know supplement the absence of Whoopi Goldberg. But <laughs> um, yeah, 
Yeah, well, I you said Macaulay Culkin's in this movie, and as everyone knows, Macaulay Culkin, friend of the show, we've already watched two of his movies. Well, is he a friend of? I mean, we reviewed his movies. He's I don't. A I wouldn't of the show. Okay, friend friends. of the show, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> um, was this? Before, do you think this was before or after Home Alone? I believe this was after the first Home Alone, and in, yeah, it's it, it's. I think it's actually in between Home Alone and Home Alone Two. Oh. Oh, so it's set between Home Alone One and Home <laughs> yes, Alone Two yes, and this, Home, this, Home Alone this, CU. Yes, but, I, but we'll we'll just say for for purpose sakes that maybe this is in the Home Alone universe. It could be. We're we're gonna find out when we go and watch the Page Master right <laughs> yeah. now. But uh, yeah, we're let's uh let's just go do that. Let's right. dive into this movie about a diving into a book. And not dinosaurs. And not and dinosaurs. Not, not dinosaurs. No, not exactly. not. We're back. The dinosaur story. And we are back. We just watched The Page Master, not as my phone autocorrected it to, The Page Maker. And I have a confession to make real quick up front before we start the second half of this episode. Chris, I have actually seen this movie like multiple times as a child. I had toys of this movie and it did not hit until I saw the pirate book adventure walking around and I was like oh my god it, like, it, 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 it all started coming yeah back, I, I remembered yeah. the whole movie and like the plot of it after that it was like this instant like snap fingers and like triggered for me and I remembered having those toys I remembered you know having them young enough that they were at the place where we lived until I was like eight instead of later on and yeah so this is actually in that spirit since it turns out I've watched this movie before we are going to have Mia do the 60 second summary that we do on every episode for people who have not seen the movie and you know I'm just gonna be honest with both of you guys Mia I'm gonna be surprised if you make it through this one in the right amount of time because you did not pay enough attention no, no, movie, I paid so. attention this okay. is a simple plot I can get through it 30 seconds okay oh 30 seconds wow all right you're oh, up in the okay. ante yeah no I'm, I'm just saying okay all it's right easy no okay. no you said 30 seconds no, 30, so. se <laughs> 30 second summary for Mia today no! all right three two one Okay, so it starts with a kid who's really scared of everything. His parents go send him to the hardware store to get nails, and then he gets caught in the storm. He goes to the library. Library guy's like, oh, here's a library card. Go find the exit. He's like, cool. He goes in. All of a sudden, the library turns into a labyrinth, and he has to go through each genre, which is fantasy, adventure, and horror, and then they all make friends together, and then they get out of the library, and he checks out books, and then he realizes he's not scared anymore. 23 seconds. Wow. I fucking that is. Oh, what? I would just like to point out the number 23, as in the great Michael Jordan, so, you know, uh, since... Okay. All right. Sure. All right. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was related. Um, that is a rewind and reconsider record. And it's because we have a guest. Yeah. I have to I'm, show off with you. I don't give a shit. I'm proud of you. That was really well done. So, Chris, I guess we should ask you first, since you are the most prepared rewind and reconsider guest in the history of this podcast, having watched this movie four times yes. over the course of the week since we yep. recorded the intro. Did this hold up? I'm going to guess yes if you watched it four <laughs> times. Yes, yes. Like you said, like everything, as soon as I started watching it, then it like the nostalgia bugs like in my head just started like the, the gears started kicking and I was like wow like were you transformed to a little child yes I like I literally got to relive my childhood with some kid and like I only remembered like the like the like the bare minimum 
like remembering it. It was just like, oh, I know this kid goes to a library and he gets transported to a magical world. I had totally forgotten about the backstory of him having this fear of literally everything. Yeah. And he goes on this journey basically to overcome his fears, which made it even more of that like nostalgia where it's like, oh man, a movie when all you had to worry about was learning lessons and there wasn't any social commentary. Chris, oh my wants, God. Chris wants movies to stick to movies, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, on the precocious part and like him being afraid of everything, it's not just that he's afraid of everything. It's like the premise of this movie is what if Macaulay Culkin's character from Home Alone was even more precocious and adult-like in a child's body, where like he's not just afraid of things. He has like yes, statistics yeah. from the CDC website on how like, or not CDC, but it's some government research website on how likely you are to die in a treehouse specifically. Yeah, like, he, he, he had household related incidents and yeah. Yeah. books. Yeah, like he was not just scared. He was like, I'm going to look up more research to know how scared that should be of every <laughs> single thing exactly and as someone who is a giant germaphobe who has lived through the last year i can relate to this character mia did you find this uh, adult child macaulay culkin relatable because i know you didn't really like him all that much in home alone oh so. no i hated him more in this movie <laughs> <laughs> oh mia i'm sorry he was so annoying his dad's like trying to make him a fucking like treehouse every kid's dream by the way i never got a treehouse you never got a treehouse i'm assuming you never got a treehouse never got a treehouse okay no my dad my dad was macaulay culkin citing the statistics about treehouses <laughs> to us he's like you guys are gonna fall you're gonna die like he had four kids he's like i'm not having all of you go to the hospital for broken arms like okay you well, fight enough. yeah yeah so his dad's building him a treehouse he's working his ass off he's like he almost died at some point and macaulay culkin's character it's just like yeah you know like one out of five people who have a treehouse dies and his dad's like i'm sitting here making a treehouse for your ungrateful ass and you're coming to me and saying that you don't want it like nah i don't like that i don't like that. What, he, he, he he didn't necessarily say that he didn't want it he's just said that he wasn't okay going up there because yeah, so he's not gonna use heights. it no 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 so he's not gonna use it so his dad's like i'm up here for nothing like why did we even have this child and then He's like, hey, child that's scared of everything, go to the hardware store by yourself. Yeah, after he like falls out of the treehouse and almost dies, he's like, yes. in the, what, this movie is full of, like, this would only happen in 90s parent yes. tropes yes. where they're like, yes. hey, let's send our child, not only just like a child, but a child who is scared of literally everything to the point where we had to basically put like warning lights on his bicycle. I think he did so that, that I, I, He did that himself. Okay, he, he did that himself. that himself. But either way, we're like, let's just send him to the hardware store, wherever that is. In the it middle of like... a storm, because I guess we just don't check the weather anymore. No, no, they didn't have the weather back then in the 90s. No. They just, yeah, they, they didn't just, have they... LeBron James's Instagram posts to tell them whether or not a storm was coming. And so, like, and then this kid, he goes and he takes shelter in a library that's next to a hardware store. I guess, no, I don't no, know. No, I don't think no, no, no. Oh, you, he, that's, that's the thing. I don't think he ever made it to the hardware store. He never no. did. No, he didn't. I think it was just like the storm caught him and he was like, I need to go inside to the first yeah. thing I see. And it happened to be a library. But I think it was like, I feel like it was fake. And so he goes in and this is where he meets Christopher Lloyd's character for the first time having, I think, an absolute blast going just over the top in a movie that really, I guess, called for it. Like, he was a cartoon character before they went into the cartoon world yes. and was just having fun with, like, the faces and, you know, the lines and whatever and just really, you know, I just want to give him a special shout out. Is he I still really, alive? 
No, I'm pretty nah. sure. Uh, let, let's hold on. Let's play everyone see. on this podcast favorite game. <laughs> is this person from this movie still alive? Let's see if we can Google it. Honestly, I think he is still alive. What's his name? Christopher Lloyd. Uh, looks like he is still alive. He is 82 years old. Holy shit! Congrats I think like he's been 82 Lloyd. for like ever. Like he's always just been super old. Nope, never mind. I'm looking at a picture of him young, and he looks old. So. Yeah. No, nope. um, he's uh, he's he's, he's still, still trucking, st- still trucking along. Yeah. Congrats, I, to Christopher I, Lloyd. I would like to say though, like when I was when I was seeing the opening credits and I was seeing all the voice actors, it, it was an amazing cast. Like they had Whoopi Neil Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg, Leonard Nimoy. Neil, um, Neil, not Patrick, Neil Patrick Stewart. Harris. Yeah, no, no, not yeah. I, I, I almost said it as well, but they had, they had Patrick Stewart. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it was a, it was a good cast. I was. Yeah, surprised. we were like, oh shit, that person's in here. That yeah, this was like a Star Trek crossover between the yeah. between Captain Spock and Captain Honestly, Picard. Honestly, and... though, yeah, I yeah. think so. Was Whoopi Goldberg ever? She was. She was she on Star Trek. She was in Star yeah. Trek. Yes. We need to look. Did, did you, Mia, in your research about the background of this movie, was this just made by like a former Star Trek writer? Or just like, hey, or some, who are some famous actors I know that I could get to be in this? Honestly, there wasn't that much trivia on this movie. Okay, so. well, that's disappointing. So, anyway, Macaulay Culkin heads into this library to get out of the storm, and he just wants to like use a payphone. Christopher Lloyd's kind of a jerk about it, just like is like, oh, you're you're not gonna check anything out. Well, get out of here, like, and it just sends him down. This kid falls down, slips, oh, he smacks definitely, his head yeah, on the that ground. I, that's the end of the movie for me. That kid has died. Like, <laughs> everything afterwards. Not, not, not even just died. You, like, you're not even considering that he just has, like, a mild concussion. He just automatically hits his no, head. No, this is him dies. in the afterlife. No, this, this is, is yeah, this is, uh, this is really a warning about the effects of head trauma. Because yes. this kid, the hallucinations he goes through after smacking his head is, like, it makes the Wizard of Oz look like a normal day. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's just me. Like, he died right there, dead in there in that library. So that's your theory. He's dead. He just never oh, came yeah. back to life. The yeah. end of the movie You is... can't just get over there they... like that that quick. So the end of the movie doesn't even happen. So no, you're that's saying, all in his mind. No, he's, in just, mind. he's in purgatory with his parents. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, not, yeah. that's not his real parents. Yeah, like... Yeah, no, he's definitely dead. And then, so we are transported into this animated world. Okay, so just to speak about the animation... All right, go ahead. What the fuck was up with his lips? There were a different color, like, every scene. They were, like, super red, and then they were super orange at some point. And it was just, like, did you not notice that, or? It was, it was the lighting in each scenario. No, 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 don't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, don't you, give this movie you, credit. You, 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 can, you can't have the same, the same lips in each different genre. No, I feel you, like, he was, for... like, he was going through, like, Kylie lip, lip clits, kits. Between scenes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that was the one thing that annoyed me, and it really took me out of the whole movie. So that's that, just, just that. Just the after way that, that she was on her phone the rest of the movie. It was like, <laughs> oh, wow. his, his lip changed one more. So, Chris, what did you like about the animation world? Since Mia is here, just to crap on it, I guess. I enjoyed it just because, like I like I pointed out in the intro and everything, just like them going into different genres and the different books. Like you have Captain Nemo as he goes against Moby Dick. You have Captain uh, Ahab. Hey, Captain Ahab, that's what it is, yep. 
I don't know where I got Nemo from. It's a different story. I think that's 2000 Leagues Under the Sea or something. Yeah, like that. Nemo oh, it's, 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 from something. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. See, but 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 they even included that because that's one of the very first things that they used. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. I did appreciate when they were going through the worlds how all the background of almost every single scene was books. Like books, even if yeah. it was really subtle, yeah, like the walls were built everything. out of books or the roads were built out of books mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I did I really enjoyed the attention to detail in the animation and some of the Easter eggs like when he's going through scenes and he's almost he almost grabs like a really famous book and like yeah. for a second you're like oh my god like well, you know how, is that gonna come out and, and, and he just you know, tosses it yeah. yeah no i like the part I, and they don't use it as much as that like he opens books and like things come out of it yeah and mm-hmm. like he uses that to like get himself in the climax the most famously with jack and the beanstalk growing out of the, 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 dragon. the dragon's mouth stomach yeah, oh, yeah to get them out the dragon's hide yeah, I think I don't think that dragon survived. <laughs> why? Why? Yeah, why would you think that, that was a? Yeah, survived? he slayed that dragon. That was a in just a brutal way. So I think the first book he meets is the adventure book, right? Adventure, yeah, a pirate. It's book. a pirate book, and he's like, "Oh, I need to get out of here." But he was, and then they meet Fantasy, who's also in the adventure place. But I think she, she was she, she she was misplaced. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, and then there's some awkward sexual tension between fantasy and adventure, and then they have this like I know I'm skipping ahead, but they have this like weird moment where they kiss, and it's like really passionate. And I'm like, it's two books like smashing together right now. Like, I don't know. I felt very like awkward. Did you? No. I think I think I think you just made it awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was like strange and then I was like okay whatever. The only part that was weird was I mean I guess since we're just skipping around now like was the if we're talking about the chemistry between those two was after he checks them out at the end and they're in his treehouse he's like oh give me a kiss and then it's like and then horror who you meet later on in the movie the third book ends up kissing him and there's just yeah it was uh that was a weird moment yeah like in the dark and it was really he's like oh like, yeah that didn't hold up yeah that didn't hold up at all <laughs> um so then he moves into horror with the fantasy and adventure book because they're saying that they want to leave because they want to i didn't really quite get why they wanted to leave the library because they're books they want to be checked books, out yeah and 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 apparently I, th- I think this was when like books weren't so much as uh a co- not so much a, not not a commodity books weren't very popular back then this was when like television was really really now yeah yeah. but i mean they're more popular i did did pick up on that though this movie is a love letter to libraries and like the power of books and Mm -hmm. also it was it it was just amusing just the meta aspect of they're like here's this movie to try and get kids to think books are cool cool yes exactly yes (laughs) which is funny because like they're showing moby dick and then kids are gonna be like wow that's a really cool book not knowing that this is like a thousand word like a thousand pages, not something a kid can read. Well, you get your parents to read it to you, or you yeah. the illustrated classics version. There you go. Yeah. Did like, you have those growing what? up? The illustrated the, classic ones, like the like, easy no, version of not. books. Yeah. No, oh, like I did not. Each page. I, I, I turned into a book nerd, just specifically um, after this movie. Really? Like after, yeah. And like this, and this was like after I saw this movie. This was, I think, it was. Um, the very first Harry Potter had had just come out too, because I I actually I actually hadn't seen this movie like when it first came out. Like I was too young. It came out on I think it was either ninety three or ninety four, something like that. Yeah. And so like I was one or two. Like 
no idea. But a few years later, I saw it and was like, oh. And then, you know, at for school, you had to read books and do book reports and everything. So I would read a lot. So like, I actually read like Treasure Island and a lot of the books from the page master. Oh, really? I enjoyed the movie so much. Yeah. Because I was watching it thinking, I was like, these are not really like kid they're books. They're not, they're, yeah, they're not kid books at all. Especially Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like Dr. Yeah. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is like, like one of like the greatest horror books ever because it's, it's just detail. Creepy. Yeah. It's creepy and it details the conflict between good and evil that yeah. man always struggles with apparently. Yeah, like that's not something like if I had a kid I would not want him to be start, like him or her to like kind of start off there because I think that's like I don't know. That's a, like kind of a difficult book to get through. Just <laughs> yeah. any of the books in this movie it's kind of like So does the page master send a bad message to kids that they should be reading <laughs> books that aren't appropriate for their age level? <laughs> no. But that's funny that you mentioned Harry Potter because I feel like that's like every kid's first book pretty much. Like once but, they're getting into chapter books. Yeah, chapter books. Before yeah. before before that, the books that I would read the most were the Magic Treehouse books. Oh, such a classic. Such yeah. a classic. And when I, I worked at Barnes and Noble and like a lot of parents would come in and be like, Well, I want my kid to like grow out of picture books. I need something that's a little bit in between and I always tell them about Magic Treehouse. It's just like yeah. it's a classic. That's a classic to me. That's more of a classic to me than like uh any of the books that they had in here. Okay, well, I mean, I don't know that those books existed yet when this movie was I know, made, but in my but mind. <laughs> it's like, why didn't they put in Harry Potter? That's true. I was actually going to ask that. Yeah, Harry Potter was not, I don't think Harry Potter existed yet when this no. movie dropped. I don't even um, think it was a thought. They also, yeah, it was on, it was still on J.K. Rowling's napkin uh, at yeah. that point, the, for the whole first chapter. But no, so I, I think this movie, we kind of referenced it in the beginning that this is what it seemed like, but it, it actually is kind of I think they very intentionally pick books that are in fair use at this point that like that, yeah, the author that. has been dead long enough that anyone can use these properties mm -hmm. or whatever in their own yeah. property so, like, or adapt fairy them. Tales so, or yeah. a lot of pirate books I think and I was gonna say like this movie is I think honestly a little bit ahead of its time in terms of it's almost like Easter eggs, the movie. Like there is a whole <laughs> cinema industry now because of the Marvel Cinematic Universe where everybody's trying to build a cinematic universe or a cinema, like, oh, remember these guys from this other movie? And, you know, we saw this trend kind of culminate in the recent Space Jam trailer where you have like the Droogs from A Clockwork, or a okay, Clockwork Orange. Okay, and... Chris just gave a thumbs up. No, 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 no. We're skipping past Chris's bad takes. And, <laughs> uh, like... This movie was ahead of its time in that respect, in that, like, I feel like if something like this dropped today, it would be really popular, especially mm. for kids, especially if they got the rights to do various stuff. I'm not saying that, like, I don't always like this trend of movies. Like, I don't really enjoy Ready Player One outside of a couple moments, oh, you know, things that, like we that. We all watched that together. I didn't yeah. realize that. You oh, yeah. I forgot didn't like it? Yeah. It was okay, but, like, like it, there it, were it, cool it was, moments. It, it, it was just like a, it, it just felt like a big, huge homage to these that characters. didn't have a whole lot to say. It yeah, was just like, here it, yeah. are all these cool visuals that you recognize. It was, it was, yeah, it was, just a, it was just a film made for fandom. It was just like, oh, we're going to throw a whole bunch of your guys' favorite characters into this movie and not explain why they're there. Yeah, because like, like you mentioned, they have Captain Ahab. They have, uh, like, uh, who are the other characters in this movie that come through? Dr. Jekyll uh, and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Dr. The Jekyll pirate guy. Um, oh, 
was the pirate? The pirate from Treasure Island. I'm bla- oh, Blackbeard, right? Blackbeard. No, no, it wasn't Blackbeard. Because oh, no. I thought it was Blackbeard, too. It was something like... Okay, let's just say long, Blackbeard. Long, long, no, it's Long John Silver. There you go. Yes, yes because I was like, isn't that a restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, after being defeated in this movie, he went to go make fish sticks. Oh, okay. And so, I, like, I feel like I'm honestly shocked that Disney has not made a version of this where it's, they kind of did a little bit with, like, Wreck-It Ralph and stuff like that. No, that's a they meta, can't but... because it's, like, a whole thing of, like, um, continuity and, like, you have to preserve, like, the, me- I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like are eventually you, they are going to make their version of this movie and it's going to do really well with kids and it's going to no, kind of feed kids uh-uh. into There's their no other properties. They're going to make this for Disney Plus. I'm telling you. I, I, I can't happening. believe you just mentioned Disney and preserve in the same sentence because I'm sorry. They, basically, they basically reimagined almost every movie they've done so far. Yeah, but far. they don't, they like to keep each He's like, excuse me, I worked at Disney and PhotoPass, so I was in those meetings for high level creative decisions. No, no, no. I just feel like. Disney likes to keep their movies in their own contained universes. Like Wreck-It Ralph 2. No, Wreck-It Ralph 2 is like, kind of like, kind of like gives an excuse because it's like, oh, it's on the internet. Yeah, so you don't think that they could find an excuse where, you know, let's say that LeBron James's kid is kidnapped and goes into (laughs) their serververse and he has to, you know, make it his way through Aladdin and the Jungle Book and Lilo and 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 Lilo and like I'm telling you, they could just rip off the plot of Space Jam very loosely, make it with like, I don't know, Kevin Durant or something, and you know, <laughs> like do the Disney version you of You really that. think Kevin Durant's gonna be in a Disney movie? He, he was in Thunderstruck. Yeah, that's true. Pretty it's, sure that was a Disney movie. I don't think that was a Disney movie. I don't think it was a Disney movie. Well, either way, uh, what, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is, I think that this movie was a little bit ahead of its time in terms of trying to get people to, they're watching this and they're like, oh, I know these characters from something else, or they're like, oh, that sounds interesting. I want to go read more about that. And, mm. or I want to go dive more into that. Where I think studios have really commodified that approach. And I feel like this movie kind of does it in a more earnest way where it's actually trying to get you to care about these characters. And it's made by people who care a lot about these characters. What's funny is that I saw on Twitter a couple of days ago that people, people were saying that kids are now going to grow up thinking that the Iron Giant was from Ready Player One and Space, Space Jam yeah. 2 Legacy. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, the actual movie, which is very good if you want to listen to our We did an episode on it. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) But, yeah, yeah. also also another great movie that, like, just goes overlooked because... It's not Disney. It's not, like, kind of, like, mm -hmm. a part of any, like, studio. It's not, like, an existing property at all. It's, like, yeah. So, I feel like this movie... I think it does a good job of taking already existing properties but not making it too about them it's more about this kid's journey and the original story of him going through and trying to just like discover himself mm-hmm. yeah yeah but um yeah there was uh, one thing that really threw me off too was <laughs> there's just some random song in the middle of the movie <laughs> that, that 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 song literally that was another thing that just like hit a, a nostalgia it hit you in the there. feels yeah, it hit me in the feels. I was just like, mm. <laughs> I, I'm glad you it. enjoyed it, but I could not stop laughing because I couldn't help thinking that this sounded like a like a, a fireworks at a Disneyland song that just plays and it's just super cheesy. I'm sorry. <laughs> not, not everything is about Disney, Mia. Jeez. I know. Well, it's like animated, so I'm like, this is like where I'm re- where I'm like pulling references from. Is there anything else that you liked about? Like, was there anything you liked about the movie? 
I like one part where like they're going into the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde house and then it says Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. And then fantasy's all like, oh, must live in a duplex then. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, that real quick, I guess, what, what, what did both of you think of the, the various books that are going through? Like, did you enjoy these characters? I would have liked more of fantasy, but she didn't really get much screen time. I feel like the adventure and the horror book got a lot more screen time than the than her. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think just because like because the fantasy section is supposedly right before the exit. Mm. Yeah, so. and they probably had to get rid of her because they're like, oh, she's just going to use magic to fix everything. Mm-hmm. So I think they were just like, okay, let's and then and, and and they even they even pointed out how like she wasn't able to use her magic until they got to that section again. Yeah, and then she was like, cool, yeah. But yeah. um yeah, horror kind of kind of bothered me. It was just kind of like, why did you have to make him deformed and disabled? Well, cuz he's like Frankenstein kind of. Yeah, he 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 was like, yeah, he was a cross between like Frankenstein and the hunchback. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I did not pick that up. Never mind. That makes he, a lot more sense now. He even he even says like sanctuary. He does? Yeah. Wait, would you would you consider *The Hunchback of Notre Dame* a horror movie, a horror book? I don't know. I've, I've never read the book. I've never I've read the book. The movie, and I've heard it's not that faithful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess because like I think a lot of people die in that book, and it's just not like the Disney movie at all. Yeah. Well, so that's what I mean. Like, I don't know that your *Hunchback of Notre Dame* is actually the story. Who was your favorite out of the three books? Who like growing like because since you this is like your movie, who was your favorite? Out of the, um, probably fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just because Whoopi Goldberg, like, mainly. She really did. uh, This was a great performance, you know, especially with it being in mind of a kid's movie. Like, her character was very funny. Yeah, Yeah. I liked her, too. Yeah, she was just kind of no-nonsense. And she's like, everyone's an idiot around me, and I have to carry the whole, this whole group. Yes, yeah. And, And it was funny just because, like, seeing seeing a book having to pull up their stock their stockings and oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I i thought that was a, a very very small detail but was so entertaining because i was just like why does a book need pants because she <laughs> has legs why does a book have legs who knows it doesn't matter <laughs> so yeah i think what did you think of the ending that like you know kind of comes all together and he's like do you think he's no, the librarian's like, I gave you head trauma so that you could learn about fear. <laughs> I know, he's just He's cut. like, I wet the, I slicked that floor down myself. I sprayed a hose down there before you ran Literally on Literally comes up, smacks him in the face. He's like, come on, we're closing. Get up here. <laughs> but I, like, I, I, I liked the, I liked him getting to the end point and having the page master, quote unquote, Christopher Lloyd come in and explain. He Macaulay Culkin's character is just like, why didn't you just bring me here from the beginning? And he's like, if I would have just took you here at the flip of a page, you wouldn't have learned anything. That's true. So he had to figure it out himself. But it was funny because he's like, he's like, oh, do you want to check out books? He's like, yeah, I'll check out these three. And he's like, oh, we only allow two. And I'm like, bitch, there's no one around. And there's so many books and you have a two book limit. What? No wonder you're, there's no one here. <laughs> like nobody wants to go there. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, I'll make an exception just this once. Like, who 
who has a stupid rule for a live bird? Also, it was weird to see the paper library card. Like, I've never, I've never seen they're, a paper library card. They're always laminated. Yeah. Or they're like an actual, like, card. Yeah, they, they're yeah. like, the ones that I've gotten are always, like, credit cards almost, where... Oh, blast from the past. Like, yeah. that seems, like, so, like, that can get wet and, like, just... Well, that happens. They have to, like, dry it out. That's yeah. like a subplot uh, when they're on the Fantasy Island. Or, uh, you know, like, Treasure Island. Same thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Love Island. <laughs> Love, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny is that he comes home and his parents are like, oh, we've been searching for our child all day. And he's been in the treehouse the entire time. And it's just like, no. Yeah, this movie does not work with cell phones. And when I, it's like another one of these movies. Yeah, yeah. There's so, there so many movies from the 90s that just don't work if cell phones exist. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, your kid's been gone the whole day. That's, like, not a problem for people in the 90s. So, like, yeah, he'll come back. They're like, yeah, whatever. It's like, you know, it's like when you let the dog out. They always come home. Like, <laughs> in, in, in some shape or form, they come yeah. back. Yeah. Missing a leg? Doesn't matter. He's back anyway. Uh, that'll, teach him a, that'll teach him a lifelong lesson about that, you know, you shouldn't be afraid of treehouses because the outside world's way more dangerous. <laughs> but I, I, I would like to point out, like I said, he was sent on a chore to go get these nails. I don't know if he ever went to go get those nails. I don't, I don't think, I he, don't did. think he did. Yeah, I don't think he ever actually He's gonna got sleep the nails. in that tree house and it's gonna fall apart because there's no That's nails That's true. How is the tree house completed? They didn't get the nails. Maybe his dad was like, oh, I've had nails the entire time. Okay, so this <laughs> actually, just wanted to get our kid that, out. That, that, yeah, that was another thing I thought. I thought that he just sent him away because he was just like, I don't want to hear him bickering. Go get some nails while I finish up your treehouse. Or yeah. this lends credence to the theory that he is actually dead. And so the nails didn't actually matter because he learned the lesson. He went home and the treehouse was completed. But if he, but if he learned the lesson, why would he need to be alive? Well, he's not or, alive. Or, he's, or, in, he's, or, in, he's in the afterlife. But, but like, if you have lessons, what's the point of learning them when you're dead? I don't know, to like get into the next phase. I don't know. I'm, I haven't died before. The, like, the, <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you when you come back reincarnated, you'd be like, oh, in my next life, I'm not going to be afraid. I'm gonna, not going to be afraid. I'm going to check out books as no, many as I want. Speaking of not being afraid, it's funny because when he was riding his bike back to the house, he's like, I'm no longer afraid. And he goes on this like fucking like, he goes into like X game mode and he like yeah. goes over this ramp and like goes flying in the air. And he's like, yeah, I'm I was no like half afraid. expecting him to start flying like he had E.T. in his basket. <laughs> and like that just to be how the movie ended, he just like flies off, flies into, off the into the Flies off into the moon. I yeah. was like, damn, baby And then they step, play like a step. soft rock page master song as, it, as the credits play. And, oh, it's yeah. that song that plays that makes Chris cry. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't cry. <laughs> so chris was there anything since mia hated everything about this movie i, I enjoyed not. it I you second. enjoyed it so much that you watched it four times i'm just wondering like was there anything that you felt like didn't hold up to you or like a reason that you know it just doesn't hit the same for you now that you are an adult the, like i said the only thing that like that bugged me was when he was sent off to go get the nails and I never I never find out what happens to to the nails like I don't know if he completed that task no he's dead. like so it doesn't matter his parents his parents just have half a tree house sitting in their in their yard to always remember their dead kid I mean which would explain why the books are able to come alive in the tree house so, yeah, yeah, it's true. They true. they started breaking the fourth wall. I'm telling you, Mia, I think your theory might be right. I, I think, think he actually died. Yeah. I mean, where's the sequel? Or he's we like in a, a coma or something, and like There's he's no just his brain is dead. just processing that he was around books when he smacked his head. <laughs> 
He was bitten by a radioactive book. He was, <laughs> and is, and he's just now in, like you said, yeah, in, I mean, purga- in purgatory. I'm honestly yeah. surprised they haven't remade this or made some kind of sequel or whatever. Like, I just feel like this is a movie I'm that was made like 20 or 30 years too early. No, no, no. I literally have never heard of this movie until you guys told me about it. So I don't know. Maybe it's like a cult classic. Cult classic. I, I, it might be because, I mean, like I said, like, I, I, re- I hadn't seen it in so long. And I remembered the main premise of the story, but then as I started to watch it again, I was just like, "Oh, I remember everything about this movie now." Yeah, as soon as I started watching it, the first thing I remembered was the scene where the little guys like strap horror down to the beach using <laughs> like spears and stuff. Yes. And, and I remember being like... terrified of that singing when I was a kid. I was like, "Little like ants are gonna come and like chain me down to the ground." And, yeah. He kept saying, he's like, well, there's a really scary part coming up. I remember the scary part. I remember the scary part. I'm like, okay, well, is it this? Is it the scary whale? Like, I understand. That's kind of scary. The whale was really cool animation, I got to say. Like, there mm-hmm. were there was a lot of cool animation to the villains and the adversaries and stuff like that in this. So I kept saying, I was like, where's the scary part? You're like, oh, no, no, it's coming up. It's coming up. And then it comes <laughs> to that scene where he's, like, tied down. He's like, yeah, that scared the shit out of me as a kid. And I was like, hey, <laughs> you, there's, there's tiny people all around us, Mia. You just don't know. They might come up yeah when you're my size everyone's a tiny person that could chain you down to the ground have you have you not seen the borrowers i have they didn't chain anyone no, down. no no stop we're not going down this tangent <laughs> we, we, we've been recording too long all right so a- any closing thoughts from either of you on the page master would you would you watch are it you with gonna your kids? Sh- yeah are, are you, you gonna, gonna show this to your kids oh i'm definitely showing this to my kids oh okay mia if they want to, sure. I'm not going to stop them. But it's Okay, like but you're not going to go out of your way to teach our kids a love of reading. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. They'll, they'll figure that out themselves. It's fine. I don't think they need a movie. But, you know, if they want to watch this, I think this is a good movie to put in front of your kids. It's like, what, 74 minutes long? It's a nice little distraction. Yeah, you get a break while you go to the hardware store and get some minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that that's going to do it for this episode of Rewind and Reconsider. Chris, thank you very much for joining us. Um, oh, do you have anything to promote or you know send the people to? Yeah, if they like your, if they like you, if they want more of you, you know, if they want more of me, your album. That, yeah, I, think, I mean, I do have stuff out on Spotify right now. Um, just a few singles, an EP under the name Unknown without the K, just like okay. the Pokemon so okay. oh there you go see unknown without the k people check them out yeah so. i think under parody law they can't sue you for that so i think <laughs> <laughs> all right so that'll do it for this episode i'm not 100 percent sure which movie we're watching next but it will probably be an adam sandler movie because of my time to pick no it's and my so time. anyway it's my that turn. is going to do it for this episode <laughs> of rewind and reconsider if it, if, it, if, if, if it is an adam sandler movie i i may ask for another guest appearance because <laughs> Because Adam, Adam Sandler is And then we can team up hero. and bully her about another movie. Nah, y'all are doing this, this is great. You can do this show by yourself at that point. You can do an episode just between you. But. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. You can find us on, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are bought and sold. And we will talk to you next time.